Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Drop the Gloves. I'm co-host Charlie. And I am co-host Mike. Welcome to a show where we drink beer, talk sports, and have all kinds of shenanigans. Shenanigans! Even before the show. Even before the show. And that's something we'll, uh, maybe we'll do eventually in the near future. We'll do, uh... Like a before the actual... little behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes, before the actual show gets started and everything. So, uh, on the topic of that... Yeah. You you remember um, back in the day where VH1 and MTV actually played music, music video. videos? Yes. You remember, like, the MTV Unplugged or VH1 Storytellers? No. But then again, I didn't have cable until I was like a sophomore and high school <laughs> okay well since i'm the old man in the room um back in the day mtv would have unplugged where the artists would do their songs mm-hmm. acoustic and then on vh1 it'd be like the storytellers would be where they talk about what this be how the song was written or what's the what the meaning of the song a little glimpse of how the song was written and tell stories and whatnot before they play the song. Okay. So we might kind of be doing something like that. Something like that in the near future where we just have a uh, we have a raw unfiltered kind of before the behind the scenes before the show actually gets started kind of thing for potential subscribers actual subscribers to the show and maybe we'll have a watered-down, cookie-cutter kind of version for the unsubscribers who don't want to listen to all the ramblings and behind-the-scenes. Like, what, what's the fun in that? But anyway, that's your... That's, that's up your prerogative. Yeah, that's, that's not prerogative. Oh, my gosh. You're already... I'm, our, I, I'm on you're, one. You're already, already going to find a way, man. I know. I, I'm, I'm on... I'm, uh, war, okay. Warning for our listeners. Warning. I'm on one tonight. I'm in somewhat of a good mood. Ooh, really? You got you got you got a beer the, named after the, the, you, egomaniac. It's not an ego thing. It's not. And there's a story behind this beer. Okay. And so, so I was trying to get my dad to be on this on this week's episode because of this beer. All right. There's a story behind it. So, guys. New beer brought onto the show. It is the Guardian Brewing Company's Charlie Cream Ale out of Muncie, Indiana. where I went last weekend. It is a balanced, smooth malt profile. Gives way to a light, lingering honey sweetness. Leads to a crisp and clean finish that invites a second sip. Uh, it is one pint and... There is no alcohol by volume, which means it's got to be good. So, the story behind this beer is that my dad and mom went up to Muncie, Indiana to visit my aunt and uncle who live up there and for a surprise retirement party for my aunt. And that she retired from education after however many years. And, that, and they were serving something called this Charlie Cream Ale at the reception party. or at the party. Mm-hmm. And that was back in 2019. So, oh, before the vid. And that, so, yeah, BC, before COVID. So, <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> and that, so, so, 
three years or two or three years later, my dad has been telling me about this beer that he had at this party, but he couldn't remember the name of it. He thought it was Charlie Cardinal because Charlie Cardinal is the name of the Ball State mascot up there at the university. He thought it was some, and I've been looking for it or I've been like Googling it. Yes, I used Google, F you Google, um, at the time before I went duck, duck, go. And so I was looking for it and I couldn't find it. Nothing was popping up as Charlie Cardinal beer or anything. Mm -hmm. And so when I went up this past weekend, I was going to make it my mission to find an Indiana craft beer that was not Three Floyds. Because there was a lot of that stuff in the liquor store. Um, I I was just trying to find a craft beer. Mm -hmm. If I found this, this was a bonus. And, I mean, dude, I mean, the coolers were full of totally different Indiana beer, craft beers, and the the domestic stuff and everything. And just by chance, I look down and I see C-H-A-R, and I'm like... Is this it? And I pull it out, and it was it. I even took a picture, sent it to my dad, and was like, I think I found it. And he's like, all right. So there's another four-pack in here for him. So I bought two of these. One for us, one for him. Okay. So that is why I got the Charlie Cream Ale. Long story, this is why I got it. It's not because it's my name, and I found it, and I was like, oh, I got to get this beer because it's my name. No, it's because my dad had it first. Three years ago, <laughs> I've never had this before, <laughs> and he kept on telling me that this was a really good beer. You might you might want to set the beer down because I'm afraid was, it's I'm, afraid it's going to going to. Now you put it back in there, and oops, if we we get we get sloshed, then I'm going to be the one that takes the bullet. You'll be fine. <laughs> That's what she said. It's in the back. You'll be fine. (laughs) All right. So, long story short, that's it. No alcohol by volume. One pint. We brought out the glasses, so there will be pictures for this. Are you ready, Mike? I was born ready. Three, two, one. Crack it. Little foamy. So. All right. Well, it is on the light side. But hey, if my dad said he liked it, then he liked it. You can't you can't dis uh I, I'm not disprove going. your father. No. And I can't either because your dad's freaking awesome. And he's the one who turned you to Moosehead. Yes. So uh, I'll, I mean, I'll give your I'll give your dad credit it, all day long. I was about to say, my dad knows his beer. <laughs> so from one beer expert to another beer expert. Yeah. So alright. Good good pour there, buddy. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. This is for you, Pops. Ooh. That's not bad. That kind of got like a storm. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the Braxton Storm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Braxton Storm is a cream ale, too. It is a cream ale as well. Now we kind of almost have to get the Braxton Storm to see which one's better. (laughs) Do a... a, uh, do we need to take another road trip or do a, a road cream trip? ale off or whatever? Yeah. You said it was, what, a two-hour drive? Two and a half hours to Muncie, Indiana. Yep. So five-hour to and from? To and from, yep. I we mean, could, We could pull that off in a weekend. I mean, if you can start early, yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah, well, I have to roll my ass out of bed, but, you know. I mean, it we... Should, it I shouldn't mean, be we, that... 
We left at like mm, close to ten. We left. We had to we had to pick up a passenger and uh, bring them up there as well. They were uh, joining us for the stay. So, but yeah, it's not a bad beer, Dad. Good job. Good call. Yep. Good job. Good call. There's a four pack in the fridge here at the penalty box that I will be delivering to you hopefully soon. That's if I don't get to it first. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 I'm Dave. I'm kidding. I'm I, kidding. I specifically bought two for that reason. One um, was for the show. One was for him because he had been looking or he had been wanting to know the name of this beer and try it forever. I mean. He came back from that weekend and was like, oh, there was this beer, and oh, I can't remember what the name of it was. I think it's like Charlie Cardinal something. And it's like, okay, cool, sounds awesome. Didn't think anything of it at the time. Then again, we weren't doing the show, and then now that we're doing the show, it was like, okay, I'm going up to Muncie. i got to find Indiana you know craft what? beer. The, 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 the show was born in the COVID year too well. But it, it it was it was born. It was born towards the end of the twenty twenty year. Has it really ever ended? Um, that does not concern us here. It's yeah. just a matter of yeah. I mean, it was two thousand nineteen is when the last time he's had this beer. He's finally going to have it again after three long years. You are a good son, Charlie. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just saying. I, I do my best now. If I can find the one that he tried out in California, and that we're not going to California. I'm not going to California. But if I can at least find it, because he cannot. I mean, though my dad has great taste in beer, and uh, he just has a hard time trying to remember. This is why he has. I, this is why I think he takes pictures of the beers now and sends them to me. Yeah. And so he can be like, this is what it is. This is what it looks like. And it's like, cool. And and that, But if only he had done that when he was out in California uh, like six or seven, uh, yeah, like six or seven years ago. And if only he had done that six or seven years ago when he was out in California, he swears the beer starts with a, remember how, uh, what was it? Sam Adams did the um, uh, 513 logger yeah. or stuff like that. Uh, they even came out with an 859 one, I think, too. Or maybe that was Braxton. I don't remember. But some uh, local... No, the 19, 1956 was Braxton. Okay. So then there was an 859 one and then a 513 by Sam Adams. And the Sam Adams 513 was excellent. But it was only limited edition. They only came out one year. With I, had, I had that at... Uh, uh, at the taste of Cincinnati, hmm. wasn't 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 a bad beer. Mm-hmm. This is quite. I thought it was quite tasty. Speaking of beers, I had I I had two good beers this past weekend while you were in Muncie. Mm-hmm. I was in Fairfield, Ohio. Okay, you were at uh, uh, the other Jungle Gems location. Yeah, well, I wasn't specifically at the Jungle Gems. I was up there with. But so, you were near there. I was near there, yes. Me and a couple friends went for some uh, event that was going on up there. And we stopped at a Swine City uh, Brewery. Place looked like a effing hole in a wall. <laughs> but the beer, the beer was phenomenal. The two that I had. And then I took uh, a sip out of my buddy Ryan's, who was on the show. Out of his two beers that he got, he got different ones. Mm-hmm. 
And they, the four, so all in all, it wasn't a bad beer. I just can't remember the names. There was there was one beer that I tried up in Muncie too. Uh, I didn't try this one. Just bought it in the can, took it back to uh, my aunt and uncle's house where we were staying, and just let it chill uh, until it brought it back home. Uh, but there was uh, one that I tried at a restaurant that we went to. It was called the 1925 Pub House, uh, and it was a pretty good restaurant. Pretty good. Uh, they had this one Scottish ale on tap. I had to try it because I had to knock that 50 West off its bronze metal podium that it's on. And so it was really good. And it was really good. And it was under 7% alcohol by volume. And that because the uh, wooden cask that I had a couple weeks ago. Uh, was around eight. The one from uh, Beer Kiss is around seven. The one from Fifty West is around seven. But this one in Muncie, I'm trying to remember what it was called. I think it was like the Wee Mac or something, <laughs> or something. It was like Wee Mac Heavy or something or like the that. Wee Mac. Yeah, Wee Mac Heavy, and uh, it was five point three. Interesting. And it was really good. I mean, it was dark, but I mean, it was really good. So, 50 West, you're officially off the podium. No more bronze medal for you. Your fourth place, Wemac takes number three. Boom. <laughs> All right. So, how's that fair to me? I mean, I could, I need, well, I need to go find a Scottish Ale and knock, knock the, the 50 West. Well, did it. you try the wooden cask one? Yeah. Okay. Did you try the beer kiss one? Yeah. Okay. So I need a third place one. You need a third place one. Well, for me, Fifty West is officially off. I mean, they're gone. Okay. No, okay. no, no more bronze medal. And, and if somebody says, "Well, look, look, they were bronze medal in 2016." Yeah, 2016 is probably when they first made that beer, when it was actually good. Now they just kept it over, let it age more and more and more, and now and it's it tastes crap. like rotten ass. If only I was there in 2016 and, you know, tried it for the very first time, I probably would have liked it. Or I probably would have been like, this one third place? Anyway, 15 minutes in, dude. We, let's get to some sports. So what a week in sports. A lot <sighs> more uh, a lot more drama going on in the NHL uh, with trades, free agencies, and retirements and stuff uh training camp for uh football has officially got underway the Bengals are back baby come on let's go guys speaking and, of which and burrow had surgery appendix yeah he had his appendix taken out but it was like he was expected to miss what a uh, couple weeks couple weeks okay so i mean he, he he'll dude he'll be if he if he does it if he does it right he'll be back start of season i mean what what preseason three games you can miss or two? Well, I mean, you at least want him to get some reps yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in preseason. I mean, you don't want him to go in cold into the very first game of the season. I mean, you you want him to get some reps in in preseason so he can be ready for that first game back into and that and be in actual game mode. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. and then. We have our uh, fantasy draft coming up. We have our fantasy football draft. I'm, so, I'm, yep. I'm glad I talked you into playing again this year. Me, <laughs> and, me and Daniel. I don't, I don't know if you really talked me in. I feel like I was dragged back in, so I'm just like going with it. 
I, I never said, guys, I, I apologize. I'm not going to I'm not going to sit out. I'm not going to retire as champion. No, it was just you you had My set, league is like you had set it up and I'm just going with it now. You know, <laughs> you know, my league is like Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> okay, sure. I, I'm not going to go with that as my analogy. That's yours. I'm just, you know what? You're sure. here for the ride. I'm just here for the ride. Let's just see if last year was a fluke. It probably was. Probably was. Yeah, because we got we got four new four new uh, members to the league. Four. I added I added uh I got rid of two people. Or well, I got rid of one person. The other person didn't want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't need to listen to the bitching and the moaning. <laughs> so I added Daniel, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan's friend Will, and then uh, Ty and Eugene from the Taste is Right podcast have come into our league. So this will be, and our league's up to 12, 12 teams. Nice. So Bigger the, than last year. But yeah. By, by two. By, by two. two. But, I mean, still bigger. Yeah. I mean, that's and, pretty good. And we'll, we'll have some fun. We'll have some fun. Hopefully, hopefully the trash talk will, oh, will it's, pick it's, up. It's going to fly like crazy. Now that you've added Ty and you. Yeah, he's yeah. already. the Well, since you're not on Facebook anymore, but no. I have the group messenger. Ty's been blowing up my group. Oh, Dan- Daniel was complaining about that last weekend. He was <laughs> like, can you believe some of the shit that he's saying? I was like, no, because I'm not on the group. I'm not on Facebook. And he's like, dude, I had to mute it. Daniel muted his the group chat because he just couldn't stand it. And I was like, I don't blame you. <laughs> After uh, a while, it gets a little... Yeah, it does. I just ignore it. It gets a little uh, irritating. Oh, well. I, I prefer... I prefer our fantasy hockey night draft trash talking yeah. where everybody's talking about where they are in the draft picks and some of the players that could potentially be available and everything. like. I prefer that where you're inside the draft and you're trash talking to one another as you're making the picks. And I prefer that. I don't like the whole trash talking before you even draft or stuff like that. What? It's like, what's the point? Uh, it's like I'm not on, uh, even if I was on the Facebook group yeah. chat or whatever. I'm not gonna go in there being like, I'm number one, I'm number one. Like I, I wouldn't like respond to everybody's. I'm thing not. I going, don't, I'm, I'm the champion. Bow to me. Kiss the ring. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna be like, guys. Last year was my very first year. I probably got really freaking lucky. Which you did. I didn't know squat. I picked up Tom Brady first overall in the freaking draft, and never. And some people I think got butt hurt over that. My bad. I didn't know quarterbacks don't go first, and that first time, guys. And yet I still won. Don't worry, that guy's gone. Okay, good. I, I don't I don't care because I probably would have made fun of him. I, I probably would have been like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> life's unfair, and then you die. It's that it's that simple, dude. <laughs> well, it is what it is, ding. But that that's a quote from uh, our buddy uh, Devin, who we had on a couple months ago. What's that? The um, life is unfair. And then you die. <laughs> so coming from a pastor, <laughs> a, former, a former pastor, that that's his. That is a quote from him. He tells his kids all the time when they whine and complain, like, "That's not fair, Daddy. Life's unfair." And then and you, you die. die. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Get, I mean, get used to it. Life's unfair. I, I 
I liked that. Devin, awesome. Yeah. I gave it. I gave it a tan. A tan. <laughs> so, real quick, I didn't. We didn't talk about this last week. Okay. But so, did you have a good time over at the Taste Is Right podcast uh, two weeks ago? Yes, I did. And because you were over there. You, I'm um, regretting it, but I I, <laughs> you were there for the reboot. So, did you have a nice time? Yes, yes, I had a nice time. Uh, I think uh, the guys over there were trying to kill me. I, I watched the episode on YouTube. Guys, go on to YouTube. That's where they currently are for right now. There's possibility that they'll leave YouTube, um, but uh, the initiation with the the beef jerky. If there's any more left, and I come over on August no, it's 20th, gone. Is it, okay. it's, it's gone. You're safe. I was gonna say, like, if there's any left on August 20th when I come over to do the draft that night for fantasy football, I would just do the jerky. Like, let me be initiated back into the gauntlet, and I, yeah. But don't make me try his hot sauce. I don't want to try Ty's Dude, hot sauce. I'll, I'm telling you something. I left there that night, that Saturday night. A little high? No. It <laughs> felt like somebody was making balloon animals with my intestines. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. I, I felt like I was going to throw up. Oh. I seriously did. And I've, I feel sorry for Gene. I, I, I do. Because me, or well, Timmy... Had the the hot sauce, the last one that was called "Ouch." <laughs> I don't know if this made the epi- made the episode or not, or the after episode. I didn't even think uh, Ty put up the uh, after I, episode. I haven't seen anything. But Timmy took the "Ouch" barbecue sauce <laughs> and added everything that we had. Into a spoon. Oh no! And Gene's like, I was like, I put, I put five bucks in. Ty put money in, and he, Gene walked away with twenty six bucks. Ty had two hundred dollar bills in there and goes, "What the f- am I thinking?" And put the two hundred back in his pocket. So I feel, I feel more sorry for Gene because he did the spoonful. The, of all. He ate the entire spoonful, and I'm like, I was hurting for him. Uh, how bad was it? I oh, mean, he was, he was, he's like... I mean, oh. if it didn't make the actual episode, then I'm just, or there is no after show episode, then all I really want to know is how bad was it? it, it he was hurting. Oh, gosh. Oh, he, he, was, he was hurting. Oh, Eugene. Yeah. I, I was like, I can't believe I... I did that to this poor kid. And he's still alive? Last time yeah, you checked, he's still I alive? I actually <laughs> went and Wednesday night. I think, yeah, I talked to him Wednesday night. Okay, so he's alive. Woo! <laughs> because I'm going to be over there again this weekend to do a podcast since Timmy's wife's pregnant. So congratulations from Charlie and I, officially from Drop the Gloves. Congratulations, Tim. Congrats on the on the baby. Uh, not born yet. Not born yet, but, but she's still. Due. She's due. She's still, due. Still congrats. congrats. Yeah. Congrats. Uh-huh. And yeah, it was. I seriously, and then the Sunday morning when I woke up, I felt like death. <laughs> I I really hope going there 
on August 20th for the... Well, I think that was a one, one-time one deal. That was just my initiation. I, I mean, if you're going to initiate me, I mean, beef jerky, I'll do the Pocky Chip, I, I'll do a Death Nut, just one, but I'm not going to do them all. But, I mean, give me some sort of initiation. I mean, if you went through some sort of initiation into a reboot for them, it's yeah. like, if I come in and there's nothing for me, it's like, oh, Charlie got off easy. No, I don't want to be Charlie got off easy. No, more be Charlie... Because the thing is, the initiate the initiation was, I when Tim had his girlfriend has the baby. Yeah, I'm filling in for him. Okay. So I guess that's their initiation for me to be a part of the the show. Okay. So I just I, I'm just I will saying. not I will not give you shit because you didn't have to go through anything. I, I'm. You I'm, did your. I'm willing to do. I'm willing to do something. Don't 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 say that, Charlie. Don't I, don't say that because you know Ty listens. I know he does. And if you're saying you're willing, you're willingly open to do it. I have given him options though. Okay. I didn't say I was open for anything. I said, give me the pocky chip. Give me a death nut. If you have any more beef jerky. That's it. Those are my three. If it's the ouch sauce, if it's the combination of the hot sauces, or if it's ties itself, please, for the love of God, no. No. I'd much rather go through the other three than those last three that I said. The, the only one the only one that actually hurt was the beef jerky and then the ouch sauce because that ice everything else I think it was a, just the combination of the mixture. And they were making fun of me because I was dipping it, <laughs> dipping it, and not smothering it. I, I'm stupid, but I ain't that stupid. Well, okay. I, I watched the show, and here's the thing. Ty and all them getting on each other about how you guys dip the boneless wings in the sauce or whatever is like... Let it go. I mean, at least he's trying it. At least he's trying it. At least it's, some of you guys are trying it. Whoever wants to be the suicidal maniac to actually go full throttle, cover it, and smother it, that's on you. Ty and Gene. Me and Timmy were being smart. Okay, yeah. So the whole covering and smothering, like, I want to feel pain? Well, then you're a freaking... Psychopath. You're a, a masochist the, psychopath. But the thing you is... You love pain. I, I, I just I'm just saying though that I'm willing to do the three that I've mentioned. The other three are off the table, and if he offers, I fine. I'm a wuss. I'll wuss out. And that. But you have bigger balls than I did because you did. I did you, the fifth nut. You you did the fifth nut. So. And that and apparently I reached a level of euphoria that nobody else reached on that episode. Because I mean, I remember watching one of the episodes where they recap that, and yeah. in one of their uh, episodes before the reboot, and Ty was like, "Charlie, you reached a level of euphoria right here," and I'm, I'm like, "Okay, I didn't know I reached that. I was in pain mostly, but okay." But and then going to the whole dipping the boneless wings in the sauces or trying the variety of sauces yeah. is like. Everybody has their method, as long as they tried it. it. I mean, as long as it wasn't like a little, little dab no. or something. It was like how I put use ketchup. I I'd give it the little uh, and then pop it in. Yeah, it's like let it go. I mean, it, the episode's over. Let it go. Oh, it'll, it'll be dropped late. I don't know. So, so 
All right. But, but you had a nice time. Yes. It was, it was, it was awesome. Say, it was a good time. It was awesome. I, okay. lo- I love I love them. I, I just, I hope I'm ready to enter the gauntlet for uh, a second time. So that, that's all I got to say. Enough with that. Let's get in with the sports. Sports. Because we've been going how long now? Rambling? A uh, half hour. <laughs> so. I've. Real quick, yeah. I do. I do like my new chair. I feel re- I feel relaxed. I was supposed to say you do look very relaxed in your new chair. So guys, we'll we'll take pictures and we'll post them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you'll see Mike in what he's calling his new uh, co-host chair. So oh, dude, I look. I love. I, I'm com- I'm comfy. I'm not squirming. I'm just laid back, just like eh, let it flow. <laughs> the dude abides. Exactly. I feel like the dude. The dude abides. I don't know why I'm talking with my hands. We're not record or video. We're not. And I'm just like I'm just like talking with my hands. Just being so animated. Well, it is what it is. Ding. Ding. All right. So I'm just gonna fly off some of the stuff that's happened this past week, and we'll we'll discuss it as we go. Okay. So um, was it? the Anaheim Ducks signed a new player, uh, or not, wouldn't say a new, re-signed a player. Uh, Isaac uh, Lundstrom, two years, $1.8 million. And there's uh, rumors going around as of this recording uh, that, uh, who is it, John Klingberg from the Dallas Stars, yeah. saw the whole negotiations and everything that died with them in, in the Dallas Stars organization. There's rumors Anaheim is signing him. I hope Daniel is ready for a big contract for this guy because if the Ducks think he's worth it, they'll give it to him. Yeah. And I hope Daniel's ready for disappointment yet again. (laughs) It's like, he may be a good young defenseman, but if the Dallas Stars aren't willing to dish out the money for him and somebody else is, I think Anaheim is being a sucker fish. They're being suckered into this. Oh, into this. like, wait a minute, and uh, yeah, suckerfish. They they see a good deal and they're like, oh, we'll pay, we'll pay anything for it. We we will. We need a defenseman. And then I think they're being suckered in here. It's like Klingberg's just sitting there going, "Come to me, come, come to the let me er, feast. Let me spread my evil dark side into the Anaheim. Dance. Let me just make the dreams of Anaheim even more of a nightmare." <laughs> more dismal. Uh, ah, big word of the night. Dismal. Dismal. Ah! Oh, God. What has happened to me? I've, I've like I've become Mellow Mike over here. Mellow Mike, like... man. Charlie Beer and Mellow Mike. Um, we got an extension for uh, New Jersey Devils. Uh, Jonas uh, Sajin Haler. I think that's how you say it. Bless you. And that yeah, kazoo type. Uh, five years, three point four million on average. Um, oh gosh, why why do these names have to be so difficult? Um, the Oilers re-signed Jesse Puljujarvi. Puljujarvi again, kazoo type. Yeah, sounds like you pulled your muscle or something. <laughs> pulled your something, and that one year, three million. Uh, oh, the Cincinnati Cyclones re-signed somebody. Uh, Louis Caparuso, forward. He's been re-signed to the Cyclones for next season. Woohoo! I was about to say, we're going to see, since it's 
end of July going into August, and that we are going to see a lot of a cyclones. lot more cyclones. Good. They've already well, they've already presented a lot of qualifying offers to some yeah. players, and it's just a matter of will these players accept it. Justin Vive was probably one of those players that they pushed an offer to him and said we want to resign. He obviously did. We covered that a few weeks ago. Yeah. And now we have another player who has resigned for the season. Well, so, Justin Vive is one of. I mean, Justin Five's a hometown, actually a home state native. I mean, he played for the University of Ohio State hockey, and uh, I mean, he's and he's a giant. I mean, he's like six foot. I don't know, six, seven on skates. Yeah. I mean, he he's a I just, big I, dude. Now, now, now I'm, you you burst my bubble. I did not know where he went to college. Yeah, like, he's college he's hockey. an he's an Ohio State. Uh, I don't know if he's an alumni, but he is from the Ohio State University. And that's where he played college. Um, Seattle Kraken have re-signed Ryan Donato for one year, $1.2 million. Why one year bugs me? Because Ryan Donato was actually one of those names that they picked up in the expansion draft last year. Yeah. That was a good pickup. Yeah. It was a very solid pickup. Ryan Donato was from the Anaheim Ducks. It was a very good pickup by Seattle, and he's only going to be there for one year, 1.2. I feel like that's very low for him. Yeah. He probably didn't have a great season or whatever. Uh, let's, see what, let's see what he does this year. Yeah. Or, well, this upcoming season. Yeah, this upcoming season. And then we have Capo Cacao from... Uh, Cacao! 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 From the New, New York Rangers, two years, 2.1 million. And finally, um, we have uh, Matthew Joseph from the Ottawa Senators. Four years, 2.9. Just round it up to three, guys. Come on. Just go the extra five. Why, why do that? Why make things easy? Yeah, why, why, why not go the full 100,000 more? Uh, 2.95 million on average. So those are the resigns. Yeah. Those are the re-signings from uh, this past week. Uh, also announced uh, Thursday. Thursday it was announced that uh, the San Jose Sharks will retire um, Patrick Marlowe's number 12 jersey. Uh, Marlowe played 1,607 games with the Sharks, scoring 522 goals, uh, 589 assists, uh, 1,111 points total uh, through his career there, and he served as the team's captain from the years 2003 to 2009. So, well-deserved Patrick Marlowe. Yep. And then I believe well-deserved... Uh, golf clap. Yep, golf clap. Very very dignified golf clap. <laughs> so... Yo, shots. Cheerio. And then we... Tip, tip. Then we have some uh, coaching news, along with the San Jose Sharks announcing that they were going to retire Patrick's number. They have now officially hired David Quinn as the head coach of the San Jose Sharks. He that was, name sounds familiar. He was the the name David Quinn's name came up a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the Boston Bruins. Oh, okay. And okay. his name being thrown out there as a possible candidate. Obviously, it didn't happen. And David Quinn was the former New York Rangers coach. Okay, yeah. No wonder that sounded familiar. I was like, David Quinn, that sounds familiar. So here are the new head coaches for the 10 teams that 
uh, we're out in the coaching carousel market. We got Jim Montgomery, the new head coach of the Boston Bruins. Got Luke Richardson, the new head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks. Peter DeBauer from the uh, who was with the uh, Las Vegas uh, Golden nice. Knights. He's now the new head coach for the Dallas Stars. Derek uh, La, 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 La Oh my god, dude. How yeah, just give up. Derek Ladown or London. Okay. Whatever. Detroit Red Wings. Sure. You have to have the screwed up name for a team that is so screwed up. Um, True Paul, story. Paul Maurice, who resigned from the Winnipeg Jets uh, almost mid-season last year with the Winnipeg Jets, is now the new head coach of the Florida Panthers. Congrats, dude. You got two awesome players coming to you. Well... Or uh, how much one. you got one good point. How much you want to bet that he calls it quits after the se- or midway through the season? We don't know. I I'm still foggy as to the details as to why he resigned last season. Yeah. I don't know what it was. And then I liked him though. He was he's a good coach. I mean it could have been family, could have been health. I mean it could have been I mean we don't I don't know the full details, but for whatever reason he resigned like around January or February during the season. Yeah. And Winnipeg didn't have a shot of getting into the playoffs. Did they ever? Early on, they were close. I mean, they were they were hovering in between that three and four spot in the division, in the central division, but after a while, they just kept on sliding. But I think they, they kept sliding probably after his departure. Okay. So that that's what I'm going to go with. But... I'm not going to take bets that he's going to leave. Okay, well, I just I I, I figure I throw that out there. Uh, Lane Lambert is the new head coach of the New York Islanders. John Tortorella Torts is now the new head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, lucky Philadelphia. <laughs> I still wanted him for Boston. Yeah. Um, David Quinn, now the new head coach of the San Jose Sharks. Bruce Cassidy, who was the head coach of the Boston Bruins, uh, was uh, spontaneously let go uh, by the Boston Bruins organization. You, you know what? What? You know how you said I would sneak that what I was doing earlier into yeah. this show? Okay. This is for the Bruins. Be ashamed. Be, be ashamed for letting Bruce Cassidy go. Bruce Cassidy is now the new head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights. And the new head coach of the Winnipeg Jets is Rick Bonus, And he was the former head coach of the Dallas Stars. So, wow, a lot of moves out there going on. Uh, so that's the... That's pretty much it for hockey. I mean, got some re-signings, got extensions. No, I don't think any free agents got uh, got signed. No, re-signed, re-signed, extended. Yep. No, no free agent. No. Well, I, not the cutoff from the hockey. Yeah. But uh, to to uh, baseball uh, trades. Yeah. Um, Tyler Naquin. And a pitcher from the Reds, I don't Phil Phillips somebody mm-hmm. got traded to the Mets for two minor leaguers, and then the Yankees picked up uh, Adam Benatari 
from the Royals. I think I, this is his name. And signed him. And I think the Yankees are, in, are trying to trade Joey Gallo to somebody. Yeah, Reds land two prospects from the Mets for Naquin and Deal. D-I-E-H-L. Yeah, Philip Deal. So... Oh, and the prospect that I was telling you about last week? Yeah. And that, um, who uh, went from Dayton to Chattanooga? Uh, what is it? His name is Ellie De La Cruz. Okay, yeah. And, that, um, and apparently uh, yesterday he hit a home run uh, that went 512 feet. Holy schnuggies. So the dude has got a bat. And I'm telling you, this this guy could be something special if only management won't screw it up. Uh, give it time, Charlie. Give it time. It's the no, it, he, he'll eventually he'll eventually come up. I truly believe if he can continue his rise through the minor He'll be leagues, up in September. He'll be up too late in the season. Yeah. To make a difference or anything. He'd just be there to Sell the remaining tickets to get through the end of the season or whatever. Dismal season. Yeah. And then he'll be headlined for next season. If his numbers are great by the start of next season, he'll be on the chopping block by the end of uh, July. So, because that's how the Reds look at things. It's, it's a business. You build up all these players to be traded to a team later for people who are prospects that from other teams. It's like, great, we're the we're the major league uh, minor league team. F- farm team for everybody. Yeah, the yeah, Yankees send, and the Dodgers. Send, send us your development players. We'll make them good and then they get to be all stars at whatever NLA. salary whatever salary at whatever team that you want. Yeah. LA or New York and or Boston. We'll, we'll sell, you give us parts and then we will sell you the parts back to you uh, for uh, a date to be announced. To be determined. Yeah. It's, it's just how the Reds work. And it's like everybody... I mean, that's why the running joke for the past, like, 30-something years now is it's a rebuild every year. Start the rebuild over. Oh, we didn't make the playoffs. We were only one wild card spot behind to actually make the playoffs. You know what? Scrap the whole thing. Start over. Drawing board. No, let's keep all these guys. Let's keep the cash flow, or keep on keep these future all stars and all that. Let's let's just hope for another chance at a wild card next year. Nope, let's just start from scratch. Cause I'm Phil Castellini and I'm a big bitch. What I say goes. You don't like it? Go root for somebody else. You know what, Phil? I have for the last six years. I've rooted for somebody else. And when you traded Todd Frazier, that was it for me. Kurt, if you're listening, dude, how the hell are you still a fan? Still. I need... Uh, oh, man. I mean, it's it's bonkers to me how... I mean, for the longest time, that was kind of like the style of management throughout most. I'll say most of the Cincinnati teams here in the area. It was Mike Brown, control of everything. Raise up the price of tickets for a... Poor ass team. Now that you have a really good team, it kind of makes sense for the prices. And a Super Bowl contender, runner up, potential to possibly do it again this year, hopefully proven it's not a fluke. Knock on wood that it's not a fluke. 
And that, and now you have the Reds who are just like, ew, it's a business. All of this is money. You give us players, we see dollar signs. All right, that's it. No, no soul is in this business. No heart is in this business or in this sport. It's all a money game now. And that, now, now I'm sure somebody out there is going to be like, well, well. What about the whole Moneyball thing? The Reds aren't doing the Moneyball thing. They're money, not even trying. No, the Moneyball thing that happened out in Oakland back in the early 2000s with Billy Bean and all that is they were trying to recoup for the losses that they had with um, Jason Giambi. Um, who was the other? There was another big-name guy who left there. That year, I can't remember. There were two big guys who left yeah. Oakland. Jason went to New York Yankees. Yeah. And I can't remember where the other guy went or who the other guy is and where he went. But, I mean, there were big-name guys in Oakland, and Oakland couldn't didn't have the money to keep them. So they went elsewhere. I mean, Jason signed with New York Yankees, had however big of a deal over there, and I can't remember who, uh, who else. But anyway, and so Billy Bean's strategy was – Given the money that we have for this team, being a small market team, who can we afford and who is good stats-wise? Not who is good because scouts say they're good. Who is good because their stats say so. They're consistently, they're consistent on their stats. Season after season, but they get overlooked because scouts or development see a flaw or see an issue or see like eh, he's not he doesn't have the right look or whatever so what the hell kind of look you want you're playing baseball you're playing baseball as long as the guy can swing the bat hit the ball get on base or even catch the ball you're good or strike them out yeah you're good so the whole money ball thing was you're trying to find players who are good for a certain price what New York Yankees, the LA Dodgers, and everybody does is they find the good players that are actual all stars and pay them the big bucks because they believe they're worth the big bucks. What Oakland has done or did do, I don't know if they do it anymore, is they try and find the substitutes that are good enough to win or do do something with the ball club. Whereas the Reds, all they see is you're a player, you can throw the ball, you can hit the ball, you can catch it, you can strike somebody out. Awesome, we're going to eventually trade you in the future. You're never going to be an all-star here. And if you are an all-star here, get ready Sayonara. to pack your, yeah, pack your bags. You'll, you'll be gone by the end of July. That's how that's how it works here. Oh, I know what I was going to say or tell you. Mm-hmm. You, I know you're not a Yankees fan, mm-hmm. but I think you would like this uh, documentary that they're doing. It's like on Derek Jeter. Oh yeah, I, I've seen that. Yeah, you, Charlie, you would, being a baseball fan, you would you would love it. I've seen bits and pieces of episodes. I have to actually, when I have time, sit and watch the whole thing. But yeah, the, the that series, the couple parts that I saw last night was with uh, about Alex Rodriguez and the whole. Boston tobacco mm-hmm. where he was supposed to go well, to Boston. Where Boston and New York were both vying for him, yeah. And uh, he eventually went to New York. Well, he was already supposed to be with the Red Sox. 
but Major League Baseball and the Players Association said they have this thing where you couldn't leave money behind. And that's what Rodriguez was doing, to like take a pay cut for, to go from Texas to Boston. So he was going So you're saying there was potential it, pay cut that he was going to take at Boston? Yeah. He was going to leave money from his contract that he had with the with, Rangers. With the Rangers. And take the deal with Boston. And Major League Baseball and the Players Association had a problem with it. So that's how the Yankees swept in and got him. And there's there was supposedly a thing between Jeter and A-Rod. Because Jeter thought huh. he was, why would you want to play third base when you're a shortstop? There's some, I was going into sleep. So, so, so there, so there was some sort of uh, locker room. It wasn't. Uh, there was nothing wrong. It was. It took a rainstorm at, or a rain delay in Chicago. Jeter and Rodriguez sat and talked. Oh, okay. About what happened? The beef, and I don't want to spoil for anybody, but you you need to okay. You you need to check it out. All right, sounds good. All right, beer break. We got uh, the country boy Key Lime. Is you, there summer seasonal? You know what bugs me, real quick. I've seen Braxton come out with the October fuel already. Yeah. It's the end of July going into August. Give me another month. Bro, I, did, I, did I tell... Was it you that I was telling? That I was at the party source the other day, and pretty much everybody and their brother had their October Oktoberfest no, beers out. No, I don't think you told me that. And uh, But yeah, it's like, it's not Oktoberfest season. I even said that on their Instagram page. Like, I commented on the Braxton Brewing Company's Instagram post like look what just got released today or whatever and it was the October fuel and I commented going no it's too early guys you gotta give me another month and they just like liked my comment and went ha at drop the gloves ha ha and I was like they're not gonna follow me after this I know it and that they, they just you know, laugh in my face, be like, "Yeah, we we see you. We know we know you exist, but we're not going to follow you." It's like, so, despite the whole marketing strategy of beers out there going, it's time for Oktoberfest. Bullshit. Country boy, key lime, summer seasonal ale with key lime, five point alcohol by volume, and it's from Georgetown, Kentucky. Before you, we crack this. Yeah, we. I hardly taste the lime, the, like in the garage mm-hmm. and whatever other lime beer that we've had on here. I can barely taste the lime. I can. I think it was the other country boy. We had the... We, L- lima? The lima, yeah. Okay. I, sorry. You're fine. I just, I think we need to get like some little bit of lemon juice and give it a little tink. Lemon or lime juice? Lime juice, my bad. Mm. A little lime juice and give it a little tink. Mm. How's that go again? Need, needs to be served with a lime <laughs> and some ice and a room and a and an umbrella. No, no, no umbrella. The, the, the umbrella's too far. <laughs> anyway. Hey, I was trying. You were trying. All right, in three, two, one, crack it.
Very that's what good. I was looking for. I was about to say, on point there. Very yeah, on point. that's what I was looking for. This is once again on kind of on the light side. It's a little... You know what? It's a We're in a light kind of mood tonight. It's a little darker than the Charlie, but at the same time, it's a very good... Egomaniac. Good beer. That's what it's called. Buddy, I'm just, I'm just giving you shit. Uh, hey. You would... You would if you if you the have tables a problem, if you have a problem with this, then you have to take it up with my dad. I'm not taking it up with your dad. I'm he not. likes what he likes, and it just happened to be this beer at the time. You know what? We need to go out and find a Daniel beer and a Mike beer. I got a hard lemonade, but that's eh. no Mike's hard lemonade. Don't count. No, no. no, don't count. No. All right. I should be ashamed. Be be ashamed. Sorry, guys. Why? It's not yours. Somebody, it's other, it's another guy named Mike. It's his problem. Touche. Oh, God. See, I get the lime out of that one. I almost get like a lemon lime kind of thing out of that one. I can a bit, but hey, that's just me. <sighs> All right. So, and then did you happen to see, um, the Angels are actually accepting offers for Otani. You gotta be that, kidding me! That that's just downright stupid. That is absolutely ridiculous. If anybody trading your trade, you should trade Mike Trout. Okay, see, the likes of Mike Trout, I feel bad for him. I really do. Injury prone. And uh, one, yes, he is injury prone, but at the same time. He's wasting his prime out there trying to chase a championship with a team that's not interested in chasing a championship. They had their They're time. willing to spend the big bucks for these all-star players, but they don't get anywhere. He had his chance, I think, when they played San Francisco in the World, World Series. I think he... What? They, well, not him, but the, or the Angels. The Angels had their chance. Yeah, the Angels. I don't know if... Mike Trout was playing. No, 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 no. Mike's no, Mike Trout hasn't been with the Angels that as 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 far back as the Angels eventually it, feel, it feels that long. Beating because the Angels actually did beat San Francisco in the World Series back in two thousand and something. You sure about that? And that, I thought it was San Francisco that won that series. When it was San Francisco versus Angels? No, Angels won. I was rooting for San Francisco. Dusty Baker lost that series because he was the manager at the time of the San Francisco Giants. And that because San Francisco, when they won their rings, they played uh, played the Cardinals, and then they played somebody else, or not the Cardinals? Who was it? San Francisco played who was it? Texas and somebody else. They won it in even even years. Who did they beat? Texas was one year, and then they beat somebody else. I don't think it was the Angels. I don't know. But see, I mean, this just goes to show you how much I remember or keep track with baseball. I can remember some championships, some years, and then there are other years where it's just like, okay, I don't remember that one. <laughs> I must have blacked out. <laughs> or I was watching something else. I don't know. Um, okay, you're right. Yeah. Uh, they beat 2010. They beat the Rangers. 2012, they beat the Tigers. And Tigers. Two, 2014, it. they beat the Royals. That's it. 
Yeah, I remember the Tigers one because I was rooting for the Tigers. Because uh, who was it? Uh, Jim Leland was coach of the Tigers. And Miguel Cabrera is like, yeah, I wanted the Tigers to win. I remember that season. It was a hell of a freaking postseason for Detroit. I can't remember. I, I remember that now because I remember how Detroit ended up winning the ALCS. It was a walk-off home run to go to the World Series. Uh, I remember that now. I was like, yo, yeah. How, how can I forget that? That was awesome. That's why, not one of the reasons why I was rooting, but I was rooting for Detroit. Um, I remember I remember. I was rooting for the Rangers when they played San Francisco because I was, of Josh I was Hamilton. Rooting, I was rooting for the Rangers, too, because of Josh Hamilton. I was rooting for the Rangers when they also played the St. Louis Cardinals in the World Series because of Josh Hamilton. And I watched Game 6 of that series of uh, Rangers and Cardinals that one year. And I really thought Rangers were about to win it in St. Louis, but nope, wasn't, was, wasn't meant to be. And, and Hamilton came off the bench injured to hit a go-ahead home run. Uh, it was freaking awesome. Like, I mean, Hamilton had, or, um, or what is it? He had something wrong with it. I think he had like a groin injury yeah, or I something. Think so. Or a bad leg or something. And he still got up there and he clocked the thing. Center field, home run. Rangers were up by like two or something. Going into the bottom of the inning. It's like just three outs, three outs. And Cardinals tied it in the bottom of the whatever inning. And eventually they went on to win that game later that night. And then two nights later they won game seven. So, in St. Louis. Of course. So, of course, because, you know, St. Louis has got to gotta make it stick. <laughs> make it sting. Which, by the way, I'm going out to see uh, Daniel mm-hmm. uh, at the end of September. Uh, he has invited me out to hang with him for a weekend. And we're going to go catch uh, a St. Louis Cardinals game out there. He, uh, he uh, told me about a a section or a, yeah, pl- yeah. a place inside the stadium. That I, thought, I thought we were, the three of us were going to do that. You didn't know if you were going to go because of your new work situation. Uh, you said well, it would probably be a little too soon to take some time off. Yeah, it probably. Okay, well, there's always next year. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to, and you'll love this. They're playing Schittsburg. St. Louis playing Schittsburg. Who you root for? I root for the Cardinals. I root for my own team because... Come on. If I want to make it back to the car, I mean, you got to root for the... Well, you're in St. Louis. You're going to have to pray that you do make it back to the car. But I digress. (laughs) But Daniel... kind of like going into Chicago. No, I I feel like Chicago would be worse. Um, (laughs) Chicago, you're actually, like, say a few Hail Marys. You never know. Uh, (laughs) Um... Just because you're close to South Bend doesn't mean that people are close to holiness there. Um, <laughs> My fault. <laughs> yeah. No stretch of the imagination. So Daniel was telling me that he, he's been to this place a couple times. He's yeah. actually taking pictures from the seats that he's been in. It was 150 bucks for the for this seat that I paid for. And it's all-inclusive, free booze, open bar... And food. For 150 bucks, I'm out in the outfield. Big Mac land? 
It's not Big Mac Land. It's another section. It's a different section. It's, um, can't remember what he called it. Or what it is called. Not what he called it. What it is actually called. The st- Check our previous episode with Daniel. He he, he says it in there. And they probably did. And um, it's not really, a t- it's not actually associated with the stadium. Ooh. You can't go into the stadium and get to this place. It's like separate. It's its own. It's a three-story bar. And each level has a bar area. So level one, bar. Level two, bar. Level three, bar. We're on level three. <laughs> We're at the tippy top. 150 bucks for all the beer and all the food we can have. Dude, take pictures. <laughs> I'm going to take a lot. <laughs> and then, and then while, while you're in St. Louis, hit up a, hit up a craft beer. We'll, we'll see what happens because I'm, I'm going to come in on Friday afternoon. It's just me. Yeah. Brittany's not joining me. So it, it's bro time. Just bro time. Should me and Brittany do the podcast? That would be very interesting. <laughs> that would be very interesting. But... Um, we have to talk Saturday to s- because since he's a time zone behind us, yeah. College football starts at eleven a.m. So we're going to be watching college football like from eleven a.m. to about mm, three or four because he said it takes a while to get there, and plus we want to get there early so we can enjoy the food and the beer before the game actually starts. Yeah. And so we're going to get there around probably four or five, and remember since it is a game. Their time zone behind us. The game starts at six, not seven. Ah. So, and we'll be there at the stadium from like four p.m. Central Time to whenever the game gets over. Central Time, and then I'll be coming back on Sunday. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting, and uh, it'll be weird, but at the same time, I'm looking forward to it. I I cannot wait for this experience because. I mean, he's gone to so many St. Louis Cardinals games, and we were actually aiming for a weekend in, I think, end of August. Yeah. We were actually aiming for a weekend in the end of August where they were going to play the Atlanta Braves. Ooh. And it was T-shirt giveaway night. Ooh. And since we ha- and because we were going to pay for the tickets for the place that we were going to sit at, yeah. and that because of where we work, we automatically we get a shirt. Uh, anybody who purchases a ticket to this bar or yeah. area of this, not again, it's not really part of the stadium. It's just outside of it, but you're looking into the stadium, and that you automatically get whatever promotional item there. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, and I, and I was aiming for Atlanta because I thought Atlanta end of August. It's going to be, be a good series. It's, it's going to be a good series. It's got to be a good game. But they were sold out. And so it was like, okay, do we choose something in September? And there was one weekend, but it was, again, close to uh, mine and Brittany's anniversary. And so you got to choose the wife over the ball game. And so it was the end of September. Yep. End of September. Uh, so I'll be going into town or going to see Daniel end of September, September 30th. And then October 1st is the game. Saturday, October 1st, is the game against Schittsburg. No promotional, and I don't care. I just want to go and ha- have a good time with my bro. There you go. That's all That's all that matters, buddy. And, that, and he was even at, because we planned this whole thing out last weekend when we met each other back uh, uh, up in Muncie. 
because he was there too. Yeah. And then and I was talking to him about it and everything and uh, got the whole tickets thing situated and everything. And he was like, hey, what beer do you want when we're watching college football on Saturday? <laughs> I was like, dude, get whatever. I don't care. I'm just going to be there. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not looking to drink my heart out from on October 1st from 11 a.m. to whatever time in the evening. I'm not there to drink my guts out, okay? I'm there to have a good time. So whatever you got, I don't care. I don't care if it's Budweiser, Bud Light, High Life. Whatever. Mean, whatever. I'm just there to have a good time. I really don't care. Because I'm sure uh, the stadium or the bar that we're going to, if it's an open bar and there's bartenders ready to serve whoever, I just hope there's more than Budweiser on tap. And if there's more than Budweiser on tap, then that's good for me. And Because I'll try whatever they got. There you go. Uh, as long, I mean, but if it's mostly Budweiser, then okay, I'll stick with it. <laughs> I mean... I mean, come on, you're in Bush Stadium, you're in St. Louis. Technically, you're not in the stadium. Again, yes, I'm <laughs> so, technically not in the stadium, but I'm in St. Louis. I mean, the odds of any place not having Budweiser is, like, low. <laughs> Extremely low. I probably have a better shot of winning the lottery than finding a place in St. Louis that does not actually have Budweiser on tap. Probably. <laughs> Get a scratch off. I don't know. <laughs> oh. So. We, we went down a lot there for yeah. baseball and everything. Yeah, we did. Uh, but, yeah. So, potential, potentially, we will have a week off in September. September, early October. But, hey, we'll still hit uh, 100 episodes before the new year. So me. we will still hit a hundred before we ring in twenty twenty three. I mean, come on, dude. Think about it. Think about it. <sighs> By twenty twenty three, we have done this two years. We have done a hundred episodes. We have nine different countries. We have over fifteen hundred listens on Anchor alone. That, that's not why I'm grimacing. Why are you cursing? Just the fact that it's been three years since... No, uh, it's going to be 2023. I don't think think the odd years should freak anybody out. It's not the odd. (laughs) I I look at it this way. We survived 2020. I think we were good. (laughs) I'll, I'll look at it this way. I'll be glad when this year was over with because this year has brought a lot of change. You've had a lot of kicks in the teeth, yep. A lot of change, and I think 2023 things should hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, not turn turn, turn around. Yeah. So I just we're not getting into it, but I just want this year to be done with, and the thought of it almost being we're shit in July. End of uh, July. End of July. We're going into August. Yeah. Dude, got only like four. Yeah, got about five more months. It it blows my mind. Time goes by fast, dude. I'm going to have to credit my buddy Doug with this one. He was right. After you hit 25, the calendar just starts flipping like at 120 miles per hour. 
It just keeps you're one day you're out sitting in the park. It's early April mm-hmm. in 2019. Before you know it, it's 2023. And you're sitting somewhere in the middle of December, going. Where's where the time? Where the hell is the time gone? Hmm. You know, I I don't think it's twenty five. It, for me, it just feels like the whole thing has been fast to me at least. Well, and that, like from like I'll, I'll say from like middle school on, it just seemed to just go by like boom. Like I I don't like. I'm not saying I miss high school or anything, but, I mean, high school, gone. College, gone. I mean, it's just like. Okay, let me let me ask you this non-sports-related question since mm-hmm. we're talking about this. So, okay, you have two doors. We'll say the Charlie Cream Ale is the blue door. Okay. You can go back and change... All your mistakes in your life. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> we'll take, we'll, or no, the cre- the Charlie Cream will be the red door with. <laughs> it's a red can. It makes sense. With yeah. with the the you go back and change all the mistakes. All, all your mistakes. Okay, and then you have the green door with Country Boy, where we'll just say you have an unlimited. Cash flow. Unlimited cash flow or fix all the mistakes. I would probably fix all the mistakes because, I mean, it, it, I mean, unlimited cash flow is one thing, but then you still have those memories or those thoughts and pop in your head yeah. where it's like, man, I shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. Or, man, I was stupid at that time or whatever. And that, and... There are days where I have those thoughts, and it's like, damn, Charlie, what an idiot you were. And I wish I could go back and fix them. The red door is probably the one I would take where I'd go back and, like, I would tell my younger self, like, don't do this. Give slapping? Yeah, give slapping. And that, which is funny because that kind of reminds me of one uh, something else that um, was Brit- Brittany said or whatever. Um, like, if you could go back and visit yourself, like, five years in the past, and you could only say one thing to your past self, what would you say say to you? And uh, back when the question was proposed, it was, like, 2021, <laughs> and that, or, like, end of 2020, 2021, something, and I looked at her dead in the eye and was like, this is exactly what I would say to my younger self. Prepare for 2020. <laughs> That's exactly what I would have said to myself. And then my past self would have looked at me like, dude, you're like 60 pounds like lighter. And that how did that happen? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Prepare for 2020. <laughs> and that so because I mean she's like she was like, if she would have gone back five years later or whatever, she would have like told herself, like, hey, 
You're going to do this by age, whatever. You're going to do this by age, whatever. You're going to be successful. You're going to be happy. You're going to be this. And that. so it's all positive stuff. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm going to go back and visit past self and be like, prepare for the worst year in human history. <laughs> there was some good that came out of it. This podcast. It was some good that came out some, of it. Some good, yeah. Some good. This podcast was like took root in November of 2020. <laughs> it was conceived in November. It, it took root. And then it was eventually conceived in December going with a phone call to you going, you know what? I think we should do this. Your idea of doing a podcast? Let's do it. God. Took a chance. Took a... And that... So the... I'm not going to take all the credit, but... The, Shit, this was my idea. It was your idea. Because we had rambled on for however long. I mean, the It was hours, about four hours. Again, the hours keep on going up when you keep telling the story. It was three, now it's four. No, I think it was four. <laughs> I think, I legitimately, I think it was four. It was three or four. Give, so, it, give, give, give or take. Uh, well, by the time you hear somebody hears this story next year when we're talking about six, it, it'll six, be five uh, years. It'll be five hours. I mean, yeah. the, the, the number will just keep growing up. I'll be like, how did they how did they talk on the phone for five hours? This is like oh. a lot of pacing <laughs> on my part. I I mean I was on my cell phone I had you on speakerphone and I was I walked back and forth. I'm weird, I'm sorry, and if my I, mom was here to tell you I, I pace back and forth too. When I'm on the phone with somebody and Hell, I don't even have to be on the phone with somebody. I have somebody over at the house, and we're talking. And we're, I was like, I have, like during the playoffs, my buddy Doug was over. He was sitting on the couch. I was pacing. I was pacing a damn hole in my carpet because I was, I was nervous about this game. And then when I was talking to you, I think I walked a hole in my bedroom floor because. It was, what, 8 o'clock at night or something? I, 8 or I, 7 o'clock at night? I, it was dark out. And we, we were talking, and I was like, I couldn't sit anymore. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just... I, I was in I was in mine and Brittany's bedroom, and I would either sit on the bed, get up, walk around the bed yeah. and everything, and then I would sit back down, then I would get up again because I need to move. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I, what... I would switch hands every so yeah. often. Well, I, I throw you on my desk. I throw my phone on my desk, and I'm like, yeah, Charlie, that's a wonderful idea. We should... <laughs> No, it was all your idea. You were like, damn, dude, we went this long talking about sports or whatever. We should do a podcast. Those and were the exact went, words. And, and then we were went, we went down rabbit holes while we were talking about doing this. Yeah. We're like, well, well, we can talk about movies and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's like, and then December, I messaged you and was like, hey, let's do it. I'm game. Let's do it. I need a distraction. Yeah. I, I'm tired of all the shit that happened in 2020. I want something to distract myself in 2021. And we're here, 2022, going on 1,500 listens strong on Anchor alone, uh, nine countries, God knows however many beers we've actually tried. <laughs> A lot. I mean, the photos taken, the thoughts in every episode, the you know adventures what? we've taken, it's all accumulated, and it's all been well worth it. I, I Just another brilliant idea. All the pictures of you and me... We should get, like, frames to put them on the wall. Select ones. Sele well, I mean... 
there's there's some that I don't want to ever take again, or I never want to see again, but they're out there in Instagram history. So what do you? We'll talk later. It's just not they weren't just the they weren't the greatest pictures. It's not the poses. It's not the things that we came up with. It was just. It was mostly the selfies. I mean... Oh, I, yeah. And that because before Brittany was our CEO slash ph- official photographer for yeah. the after show photos, it was me or you taking selfies and <laughs> at weird angles and trying to get the beers and everything in them. It's like, those ones, those can be deleted. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, those... Well... Those should be erased from history. No, it's a part of Drop the Gloves history. Without those photos, you know, I I want to go back and I kind of want to re-listen to our first episode, but I have a I have a feeling I'm going to cringe so much that oh, I'm going to just be like, oh my gosh, what were we thinking? Dude, I cringe now because well, I haven't listened to an episode in a while, so I I cringe when I'm editing and going, oh wow, I can't believe we actually said that and. And it's gone. It's deleted from... Yeah, it's whatever. It's deleted from the audio. But, I mean, there are... I, I, I'm really scared because I think it was Ty who brought up, like, go back and listen to yourselves, like, when you first started and then listen to yourselves. Now you you sound way better. It's, it's a lot more fun. You can tell when you were robotic, when you were yeah. just going with the flow and everything. I truly believe you can not, we can tell the difference between that. Because when we started out, we were probably really robotic. Yeah, we, we sat like an hour before we hit record talking about, okay, we need to talk about this, 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 and yeah. this. And then... Cut, cut out things that we didn't think were important yeah. or things we didn't want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, it was all robotic, trying to transition, trying to find a way to make it all work. And then finally, the whole fozzy and trying thing, trying new things episode, whichever number that was, just totally changed the landscape of this show. It was like, we don't need to sit down. We don't need to talk about what happened in this world of sports. We don't need to take notes. We don't need to figure stuff out. Let's just sit down, press record, and whatever we talk about about sports, beer, shenanigans, that's what happens. Shoot the shit. Yeah. It's just if you're if if you're a listener, you're here because you're tired of the same old shit from all the other people out there from TSN, uh, Sports Center, Fox Sports, crap and everything else in between. And that you're here for a reason. You're here because you're tired of being spoon-fed the same old shit from ESPN, TSN, Fox Sports, CBS Sports, NBC Sports, whatever. You want to hear actual bullshit from actual sports fans. Exactly. And I can't believe you had your beer in a glass, Charlie. And it was half full, dude, too. And I still spilled it. (sighs) I get energetic. What can I say? B. Ashamed. Be, be ashamed. It was just a little bit here and there. <laughs> a it little dabble. It was just a little bit. It wasn't It wasn't a full party foul. It was a little party foul. You know what? This is a weird thing, too. What? I haven't cracked open a Diet Coke yet. Oh. So. <laughs> blood sugar. <laughs> no, it's not blood sugar. It's just I haven't cracked one. I got my cup of ice, which I thought ahead because I almost... Most died <laughs> of heat exhaustion. Heat exhaustion at the new job. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
Wow. That was was pretty good. That was good. That was good. Okay. So. Oh. I was right. Speaking of which, uh and I sent it to you, the New Orleans Saints all-black helmet. Yes, you were. Yes. Ah, The New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints will have a black helmet uh, with a... uh, with a new uh, design going, um, it's the the gold Lef- or Lef- Florida what? Lees. For, yeah, Florida. Well, I don't know what the hell. Florida Lees. Florida Lees. Florida Lees. Florida Lees. There you go. I said disease. Lees. 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 At first, I went disease. <laughs> My bad. I'm from Kentucky. I don't speak French. I speak hillbilly. Cajun style down on the bayou. We're nowhere near the damn bayou, buddy. <laughs> we're in the sticks. Hey, the Ohio River is. Yeah, we're not. We're technically we're brown. not even. <laughs> that is true. It is brown. It is turd brown. All those engines at the bottom of it, engines. and all and all the mutant fish living in there too. <laughs> Don't catch. So, you don't want to catch one of those. So okay, you say that. You say that. And every time I hear when somebody says catch a mutant fish, my brain goes back to that episode of The Simpsons where I think it's Homer or Bart that catches the three-eyed fish. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Yeah. There, there, there's some fish in there. You do not want to catch. Because they have mutated, and they're also probably big enough to where they've probably... Swallow you whole. Well, probably could swallow you or some car parts that have been dumped in there. (laughs) Or bodies. I'm not saying they swallowed the whole engine. I'm just saying they probably swallowed something that was attached to a car. Or or against some bodies that would have... Seriously, any fish you catch in the Ohio River, do not... Take it home and cook it. It is absolutely not going to work. It's not going to taste good. They're all yellow bellies. And when it's yellow belly, it's not good. There's your fishing lesson for the episode. <laughs> it start, The Ohio River starts in Schittsburg. It does start up there. However, I don't put the whole blame on Schittsburg oh, here. Oh, shit rolls downhill. So, it, there's, it, idiot, there's idiots here in the greater Cincinnati well, area. Well, I know there's idiots here because I deal we, we deal with them on a regular basis. Yes, we deal with them on a regular basis. But I'm just saying, but shit rolls downhill. You get the shit literally from Schittsburg. Oh, God, help us all. Here I go. That rolls down the Ohio River it flows right into the Mississippi, which making, which wherever the Ohio River and the Mississippi meet somewhere down there in Kentucky, <laughs> it just turns the Mississippi River into shit. Me and Daniel were also talking about college football when we were up there in Muncie. Yeah. And um, he wanted to re-clarify that we we're going to do fantasy college football. Okay. We we're going to do the top five because he couldn't remember. Uh, which conferences we were going to do. It was like, we're going to do the the Power Five. five. What's if, left of the Power Five? If you can call the Pac-12 and the Big 12 Power Fives anymore. Um, but we're going to do Pac-12, Big 12, Big 10, ACC, and the SEC. Okay. So we're Is that do- the independent in there anywhere so with Notre Dame? No, I don't believe they are. Sorry. So... 
uh, I had this up from last week, and we didn't get to it. Uh, we did college. We did talk college football, but yeah. we didn't get to this. So here is projections for um, the 2022 season for college football. The already favorited national champion contenders is the Ohio State Buckeyes, Alabama uh, Crimson Tide, and the Georgia Bulldogs. Those are the only. Three contenders, favorited contenders as of now, before the season even gets started. Teams that could make the playoff. There are seven. North Carolina State, which I'm kind of shocked by. Okay. Clemson, Oklahoma Sooners, Michigan Wolverines, the Utah Utes, University of Southern California Trojans, and then Notre Dame. Fighting Irish. So those are the seven that could make the potential fourth spot, according to okay. th- according to this uh, page. It's not a person. I got a, I found this online from last week. Uh, teams that are set to shock people or meet or go beyond expectations. Yeah. Penn State, Nittany Lions, Houston Cougars. Uh. Arkansas Razorbacks, LSU Tigers, BYU. I don't know what BYU is. Brigham Young. Well, I know it's Brigham Young. I don't know what their mascot is. Cougars. Uh, Is it what? Cougars. Cougars. Okay. The Purdue Boilermakers, Wisconsin Badgers, Nebraska Cornhuskers, and the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, Teams who should make bowl games. Oh. But uh, but will not make it into potential playoff running. Uh, the teams are the Iowa Hawkeyes, Tennessee Volunteers, Wake Forest, um, Demon Deacons, Demon Deacons. Thank you, uh, Oregon Ducks, uh, Kentucky Wildcats, Texas Longhorns, uh, Air Force, and North Carolina Tar Heels. And then teams that are set to regress, teams that met expectations or went above expectations yeah. last season, are going to have a setback this year. Let me guess, Cincinnati's one of them. Cincinnati Bearcats is one of them. Uh, Michigan State Spartans is another. Nevada um, Wolfpack. Wolfpack. Uh, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Uh, SMU um, Mustangs. And Oklahoma State Cowboys. And then finally, the last tier is teams that will absolutely miss a bowl game this year. And two of them I could have been like, yeah, totally could see this happening. Um, And that's Duke Blue Devils. Duh. Texas Tech Red Raiders. Duh. Indiana Hoosiers. Duh. Colorado Bison. Or oh, the Buffalo. Buffalo, sorry. Colorado. Duh. And then uh, Virginia uh, Rebels. Or Virginia Cavaliers, sorry. Virginia Duh. Cavaliers. I had to, when you said Virginia, I was like, wait a minute. I had to think. I was like, no, West Virginia. Yeah. So. Duh. So that's the projected tiers for uh, 
college football? Any that you would like to like save? Like give them a little bit of hope going in, or some that you just be like, okay, I don't think they're going to do that well. I'll go, I I want to I want to bump at least Kentucky up to that. The, I know they make a bowl game every year. They do make, but do you think they'll shock people? So it, it goes I, it goes national contender, possible playoff, shock, then bowl game. I want I want to say. I want to sound like a homer because this is. I want to give Kentucky. I want to give them that uh, leap up. Leap up to shock, or are you thinking like more? More. You you think they could be a contender? A contender. Who? It, it, it's the same three. I'm not going to even apologize for this. It's the same three teams. Every year, it's Ohio State, it's Alabama. If it's not Georgia, it's LSU or Clemson. Let's make this an even playing field, you know? Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. I mean, I'm not Georgia. I'm not going to rag on that much Mm -hmm. because they did win a national title last year. They deserved it. Mm -hmm. But I'm so sick of it. Ohio State, and I know I'm going to get a lot of grief from Ohio State fans, but all the the only thing that they're good for is bitching and complaining. Mm. You know, oh, we should. No, you don't deserve to be in the national title hunt. Your teams suck. You get lucky, like the year that Penn State won the conference, and somehow. Your sneaky asses got into the playoffs. Thank you, Clemson. That that's. I, I'm just I'm tired of seeing the same. Well, it's because three o- teams. It's because Ohio State and that like they have somebody on the inside for the whole playoff or whatever. Whereas like it's I'm not o- even it's I'm Ohio not- State. We gotta give it to them. They got a case. They got a case. You know the, the same thing could be said for Notre Dame. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm a huge Notre Dame fan. Well, Notre Dame's different from Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State has to go through conference in order to make it to the playoffs. Notre Dame is independent; they have a fast track. All they have to do is win at least ten out of the twelve games, and they're possibly still in, depending on what any of the other contenders do. Yeah, I'm just, I'm glad, I'm glad I saw Michigan and Cincinnati in last year. To be honest with you. I'd be all in favor. I'm not a Michigan fan by any means. Only when they play Ohio State. Yep. I'll root for anybody when they're playing for playing against Ohio State. Indiana. I'll root for the little little sisters of the poor. Oh, Indiana was so close, so close in upsetting Ohio State. But I'm just I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of hearing about Alabama. I'm tired of hearing about. Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I could give two flying monkeys' asses about those two schools. Mm. You know, I have friends that are Alabama fans, and that's all fine and dandy. I have friends that are Ohio State fans, friends that are Ohio State fans. But I'm tired. It's the same constant shit every year, and I know. 
I don't know if I've said this story. This was while before we did the podcast. I took a picture of a cupcake. <laughs> yeah. or, or I found a picture of a cupcake. Mm-hmm. I posted it to my Instagram and my Facebook. And the the caption read, Ohio State schedule for the year. And it was just a picture of a cupcake. <laughs> and I caught so much shit for that. There was this one girl, she's like, I had to unfriend her because it was ridiculous. <laughs> she's like, you sound like my boyfriend. He's an Notre Dame fan. He doesn't like Ohio State. And you sound like blah, 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 blah. Ohio State's the greatest team. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, one, Ohio State isn't shit. I was about to say, they've won one college playoff championship since it... It's inception. Since it's been, yeah, made. And the last actual um, bowl championship that they won was back in 2002. It just against the Hurricanes, Miami Hurricanes, who were the favorite. Granted, it was an upset yeah. at the time, but ever since then, you guys have deemed yourselves as the greatest college football program in history. No, you're not. You think that. You're okay to think that. But behind, but once you're outside of the Columbus city limits, there are other teams out there that are actually better than you. Let me let me let me throw this to our listeners. That are Ohio State fans. If there's any. <laughs> well, I could give two shits less if there are. But, take Ohio State out of the Big Ten. You put them in the F- or Yeah, the FCC. FCC. <laughs> the SEC. SEC, yeah. You play Alabama. LSU. Well, Texas. We don't know what LSU is going to well, do. Well, no, I'm just saying... Before Brian Kelly. Okay. I was about to say, the whole... When, when Co- when, because I have something to say about oh, LSU. I, I hope LSU loses every single game. And again, I'm not apologizing for it. But put Ohio State... You know what? We'll just, we'll just put Kentucky in the Big Ten just for sakes. Just for sh- sakes... Do you want them to die? <laughs> okay, let's put Tennessee. Tennessee. I could stay. Don't hurt my boys, man. <laughs> you know what? I can stand to lose a few Tennessee ball for people. But put Tennessee in the Big Ten. You put Ohio State. They would probably come out with maybe two, two wins. Two or three wins. Mm-hmm. If that. Playing in the SEC. I'm just, I'm tired of people kissing Alabama's ass and Ohio State's ass. Oh, Ohio State's the greatest team. Alabama's the greatest team. Play somebody. I'll say this until I die. Ohio State, Alabama, play somebody top five. Um... Quit playing Miami of Ohio and the Akron Zips and whoever cupcake team you want to put out there. Mm-hmm. Alabama, quit playing Alabama State and well, Middle Tennessee. Well, Alabama has 
Alabama versus anybody, it's boys versus men. The, the guys who go to Alabama, they're men. They are trained to be, they are coached to be men over boys of any other school. Agreed, agreed. I mean, it's totally two different tiers. But let's see, I'm, I'm waiting for the Texas A&M-Alabama matchup. And Alabama just landed, as of this recording, the number one running back in the country, Richard Young. He commits to the Crimson Tide over Georgia and Ohio State. So, breaking news. (laughs) Breaking news! Uh, So, you brought up LSU, and I want to say something about LSU before we go uh, close out this episode. So, LSU schedule. Uh, week one, Florida State. Then uh, they host Southern University. Who? Uh, what? Then they host Mississippi State. What? Then they host New Mexico. What? Then at Auburn. Uh, then they host Tennessee. At the Swamp in Florida. Go Gators. Uh, at Ole Miss. Or no, home. Home against Ole Miss. Sorry. Then they're at home against Bama. That's going to be an ass kicking. Then at Arkansas. At home against UAB. What? And then finish out the season at Texas A&M. So that's LSU. I was kind of hoping it was going to be a little bit tougher for LSU this year because I do want Brian Kelly to lose, and I don't like the whole fact that LSU is in the whole set-to-shock-people category. I would rather much than be in the set-to-regress. Like, they win a few games, but it's not enough. So you would to, get into a bowl game. To get considered for a bowl game. They'll probably get considered because, I mean, if you don't have enough teams that can make it to a bowl game with a winning record, then they start looking for teams that are 6-6 six and six or 5-7. and seven. And I think last year we even had, like, a team that was, like, 4-8, and eight and they made it. It's like there's enough bowl games. I think you, you know what? To, you need to limit this. You, you need to get rid of these obnoxious... sponsor can do a bowl game. You know what? I I got two bowl games just just off the top of my head. Okay, I'm listening. One, well, they can both... One in Lexington and one in Cincinnati. Okay. Or we'll have, we'll have the, the Skyline Chili Bowl <laughs> at Paul Brown Stadium. And then... And then... The drop the gloves bowl down in Lexington, <laughs> or or in at, at uh, the Indiana State or the Colts Stadium. I can't think of the Ford Fit. No, that's no. Detroit. I can't think of the Colts Stadium. I can't either. think of the Chrysler. I don't know. Who cares? Chevy, Dodge, Ram. I, I, Charlie, you can name off every single freaking car. Honda, I don't know. Honda, Nissan, Bentley. <laughs> Nissan Stadium. That's in Tennessee. You know what? We'll have it in Tennessee. We'll have yeah. the Drop the Gloves Bowl in Nashville. That's if they don't have... No, see, that's where I think they're playing the Music City Bowl there. They played... 
They played bowl games in the same stadium. When? Uh, you got the Rose Bowl, and then or, I know there's a, there's a bowl game that's played in the same stadium like weeks apart. I think it's like the Alamo Dome Bowl or the the Chick Fil A Bowl. It's official. Breaking news again as of this recording. John Klingberg has assigned with the Anaheim Ducks. Oh boy, Daniel sent this over, so Daniel knew about it first. He was he wanted to make sure we knew. Congrats, Dan. And that, uh, man. Okay, now I got to find the details. I mean, all he sent was he signed. Oh. Okay, geez. come on. Uh, I'm I'm gonna check this news source first, and if they don't have anything, then I'm going to be. Oh, yep. Here we go. John Klingberg has signed a one-year deal for seven million dollars to play in Anaheim. Seven million dollars. Sorry, I had to throw that out there. And Daniel is shocked. <laughs> he he sent a GIF, and it's a shocked GIF. It's like a. The Home Alone one? Yeah, it's like, it's not Home Alone, but, I mean, it's a shocked face. Like, what? 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 So, so he is shocked. But, hey, it's one year. One year, yeah. As long as they didn't sign him. A multi-year deal? I I was about to say, if it was, like, five years for however many million, I'd been like, oh, they're 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 going to get get screwed. They're they're leasing him. It's how you, like, lease a new car. You see how he does. You try it out for a year, see how no, it, it works, does. and then okay, if, we'll buy. Yeah, yeah. If if it if the first year proved successful, there were no injuries, no kinks, no drama or anything. It's like you know what, we like you. We're, you're a good fella. You're a good guy. You know what? God. How about how about a couple more years for a couple extra million or something? How Anaheim will get that money is. Up to them. I mean, that's their problem. I mean, good thing we don't have to solve that. Yeah. Because if if I was like general manager of the Boston Bruins and I saw John Klingberg hit the market, I'd be like, "No, nah, nope. we're good." Nope. No, nah, we're good. But believe it or not, Patrice Bergeron is still unsigned. Patrice Bergeron, who came back, who came out like what a month ago? I think it was. It was like June or July when all the. Shenanigans. Yeah, the, the Boston Bruins crisis and everything was coming, coming up, and that he came out and said that he wants to return to Boston. Boston hasn't made a move. I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> Mike's getting adjusted in his new comfy chair. What do you got, Mike? Give me a second. Uh, keep keep talking. Yeah. I, I gotta <laughs> gotta prepare myself for this. Uh, but Bergeron's unsigned. Pasternak, we still have no idea what's going on with him. There's still some unanswered questions in the Boston Bruins organization. Granted, you solved the coach, the coaching problem. Now we're all just waiting on. Okay, how much is pa- is uh, Bergeron going to sign on for one more year, possibly? And if Bruce, uh, not Bruce Kessie, who is it? Um, Sweeney, if Sweeney's listening, better freaking sign him. <clears throat> Boston Bruins. This is the voice of God. Please get your shit together and sign Pasternak and Bergeron to a deal. 
thank you. And if you don't, I will curse your team where they won't win a Stanley Cup for a year. No, please, God. Please, God, no! <laughs> yes, if you, keep, if you don't do it, you're cursed forever. No, no, come on, come on. You can't do this to me again, okay? You can't do this to me again, all right? I, granted, I wasn't a Boston Red Sox fan until 2003, but you can't curse a team forever, man. You got to give me an out. You got to give me an out. <laughs> it's the curse of the Kilmino, or the Bambino. Yeah, Bambino, uh, and then yeah. what? Who's the kill me now? Oh, uh, okay. I get it. <laughs> you get it. Yeah. You got it. Good. <laughs> we'll we'll see if our listeners got it. <laughs> but come on, man! You gotta give me an out. You gotta give me an out. I mean, there, there's gotta be something that breaks this curse. What breaks this curse? Can Can you give me a cheat code? <laughs> I'll fill you in after the show. Ah, cliffhanger. Bum, bum, bum. Charlie, I know you and Mike have been loyal Bruins fans, so I will. It's 2009. It's been over a decade, man. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 13 years, man. 13 years. You're going to curse me after 13 years? But. That's why I... 13's unlucky. You get cursed. At also, the Schittsburg Penguins will not win another Stanley Cup. God, don't blasphemy. Don't blasphemy, man. <laughs> and the Nashville Predators will win a Stanley Cup. Okay, I think you're overpromising now. <laughs> hey, I'm trying. Now, I think you're overpromising. In the words of Aretha Franklin, don't you blasphemy in here! Don't you blasphemy in here! <laughs> Blues uh, Brothers? No? Yes. Okay. I, I knew what you are talking about. Okay, I was like, come on! Sorry for, I didn't give you a reaction. I knew what you were talking about. I just, I didn't feel that. This is, this is my team, this is my restaurant, and y'all gonna walk on out of here without your five fried chickens and your cold white toast. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> ew, dude, you, oh, ew. Fried chicken? Well, fried chicken, but not the dry white toast or the cold dry white toast or whatever. That, that's just that's the uh, Elwood diet. <laughs> All right, I think that's gonna do it here. For Good show. Uh, I'm calling now. Good show, yeah. buddy. Episode eighty-two. Eighty? Really? Eighty-two? Eighty-two. Last week was eighty-one. Raw and unfiltered. Eighty-one. Go back Shit. and listen. Listen to it if you guys haven't already, and share it with your friends. Eighty-two. Mike, where can drop the gloves? Army find you and the show guys and gals you can find me on twitter at gloves mike and you can find the show on facebook the book of faces at drop the gloves podcast one guys follow the show on instagram at drop the gloves podcast all lowercase all one word check us out over there for all the beer sports and shenanigans that take place in between these episodes Subscribe and share the podcast wherever it is available, especially on our hosting platform, Anchor. Thank you, Anchor, for 82 episodes strong. 82. Wow. Their partner platform is Spotify, Spotify. and we are also on Apple, Amazon Music, and Mike's favorite, Google. F you, Google. 
82 episodes and strong. St- and still not kicking And off. the rivalry grows. <laughs> I'm co-host Charlie. <laughs> and I'm co-host Mike. And we will see you next time. In the penalty box. At this